0: There's a difference between luck and strategy. (laughs) Luck is getting the last
1: piece of pizza. Strategy is hiding it beforehand in a warm oven. Trust us. Strategy's better. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. thursday right here on the morning after on sports grid sirius xm channel 159 the new home for sports grid radio on sirius xm and all across the sports grid network i'm your host ben stevens we are with you until noon eastern time on this thursday morning to get you set up for a great thursday night across the sports landscape week number 11 in the national football league begins tonight a rematch of super bowl 51 between the atlanta falcons and the new england patriots we will preview that game in full and look ahead to the sunday slate in the nfl for week 11 as well college football also the second to last saturday Of the regular season in the collegiate space, that comes up just a couple of days from now. What you need to know about the conference championship races, the marquee matchups this weekend, and how it all affects the college football playoff. A great guest list for you on this Thursday. We'll go around the NBA. We'll go around college basketball. An afternoon delight tipping off on a great CBB slate on this Thursday as well. But let's begin with that Thursday night football matchup oh and by the way I'm your host Ben Stevens let's begin with that Thursday night football matchup in Atlanta tonight the Patriots laying six and a half points as the road favorites against the Atlanta Falcons the over under total live right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook is at 47 this line opened up New England a five and a half point favorite it got all the way up to seven points yesterday afternoon in the Pats favor now down to six and a half a hook under that key number of seven for a Thursday night football game. That over-under total opened at 46.5, got up to 47 and a hook. Now it is at 47. One thing you should know about Thursday night football, seven of the last eight weeks for Thursday night football have all hit the under. Now the Patriots have played five of their last six games to the over because all of a sudden, New England has started to find the offense. They are currently the sixth-best-scoring offense now in the NFL, averaging 27.5 half points per game. They pretty much went over a total of 44 and a half last week against the Browns on their own with a lot of touchdowns like this, like Hunter Henry finding the end zone, Mac Jones dotting around the place. The Patriots pretty much went over that total of the game overall 44 and a half by themselves scoring 45 points. The Patriots right now, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They've won four straight games. They have won five of their last six. They have covered in four straight. The last two games they have covered as a favorite as well. So this is what New England brings into this game tonight. One of the hottest teams in all of the National Football League. Atlanta, meanwhile, just four and five against the number, not covering by an average margin of 7.1 points per game. They have been an underdog five times so far this season. They've only covered twice on that number so far this year. So as we look at this matchup, you're seeing the numbers right now as they stand live on the FanDuel Sportsbook. We mentioned the fact that Atlanta hasn't scored more than 25 points in in the first five weeks. Well, they've rattled that off here. The Falcons now five of their nine games to the over. Atlanta has the second-worst scoring defense in the NFL, 29.2 points per game given up to their opponent. New England, the second-best Scoring defense, along with the sixth best scoring offense. Again, New England has started to find the points as it stands right now. So, we'll go through some of the prop board for this game. We'll look at the quarterbacks, the rookie and the vet, Mac Jones and Matt Ryan, what their yardage numbers look like tonight, the trends that might back up an over or an under. Also, looking across the board as well, a couple of injuries we need to discuss for this game. Cordero Patterson, who has been fantastic for Atlanta in a variety of roles offensively this year, will be a game-time decision with some ankle issues for the Atlanta Falcons, as we welcome in our Sports Grid radio audience here, the opening hour of the morning after on this Thursday, Sirius XM, Channel 159, the Mightier 1090 out on the West Coast. And I'm your host, Ben Stevens. So the Atlanta Falcons bring in a record four and five against the number, but also still in contention somehow, some way. For an NFC wild card spot. When you look at the Patriots now, because of this four game winning streak, because New England has won five of their last six games, New England right now to make the postseason on the FanDuel Sportsbook minus 260. Then you could look at where they stand in the AFC East market. Now, the Buffalo Bills still a heavy odds on favorite to win this division on the FanDuel Sportsbook at minus 480, but New England now is plus 350 you see the Dolphins at 120 to one and then the Jets at 950 to one eliminate them from this conversation it is a two horse race at the top of this market at the top of the standings for the AFC East we have even seen movement this week just on Tuesday afternoon the New England Patriots were plus 440 to win the AFC East on the FanDuel Sportsbook 90 cents working in their favor plus 350 now as things stand on FanDuel. So when you look at where this also was just a couple of weeks ago, that first week of October, Buffalo was minus 1,800. To win the AFC East, still an odds-on favorite in the minus-money category at minus 480. But we have seen this market start to move in New England's favor. Both teams have six wins. Buffalo, six and three straight up. New England, six and four straight up. So the Buffalo Bills currently with a half-game lead in the AFC East. The thing that makes this all that much more fascinating, these two teams have yet to play each other yet. The first meeting between these two comes in a couple of Sundays, Sunday, December 6th two games in the month of December between the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots that will certainly factor in to how this AFC East divisional market and the divisional standings look by the time we get to the end of this regular season. NFL week number 11 begins tonight. Once again, the Patriots, a six and a half point road favorite in Atlanta, taking on the Falcons, the over under total live at 47 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Coming up next, We look at the action around the association, an NBA recap and some lines to know for the day ahead. That's next year on The Grid.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Welcome back to the morning after on Sports Grid Sirius XM, channel 159, the new home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM and all across the Sports Grid network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. On this Thursday, not only do we have Thursday night football, but a great slate of games in the NBA, which was also the case on a Wednesday evening around the association so let's go around the association to recap some of the action from last night and look forward to a couple of good games on the horizon for this Thursday night slate let's first begin in Milwaukee the reigning NBA champions the Milwaukee Bucks taking care of business last night against the Los Angeles Lakers 109 102 inside Pfizer form the Bucks beat the Lakers by seven do not cover a nine and a half point spread at home this was a fascinating game because for only the fourth time this year the lakers were playing away from staples center soon to become crypto.com arena but just the fourth road game of the year for los angeles they do lose falling to one in three on the road but they do cover a nine and a half point spread as you will often see in the nba lines can fluctuate very, very quickly, when you wake up on morning prior to an evening tip-off, we saw this line open around seven and a half yesterday in the morning time hour, around 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, 9 a.m. By the time we finished the show here yesterday on a Wednesday for TMA, this line grew to nine and a half in Milwaukee's favor, the total up to 220 in a hook. So the total last night, falls under the Lakers are still playing without LeBron James so far this season and they drop another game so just one in three on the road eight and eight straight up this year six and ten ATS overall the Lakers have some work to do here as they are trying to figure things out again the total falling under yesterday the Lakers one of the highest over percentages in all of the NBA nine games over in their first 16 seven games under meanwhile the Milwaukee Bucks the second highest under percentage in all of the NBA, 73.3% of the Bucks' games so far this year, falling to the under 11 of 15 for Milwaukee, hitting the under of a total. But not because of Giannis Antetokounmpo, 47 points, nine rebounds last night. He has the third shortest odds to win the NBA MVP right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. He was plus 800 earlier in the week. Currently, plus 700 with the third shortest odds right now, as things stand on FanDuel. So, as we go around the NBA moving forward from here, it was a bounce back spot in Brooklyn last night inside the Barclays Center for the Brooklyn Nets. And after getting whooped by the Golden State Warriors just a few nights ago, Brooklyn bounces back last night, taking care of the Cleveland Cavaliers, winning by 10, 109-99. to Very important on where you got this number. It was at nine early in the day, nine and a half, even in some spots got up to 10. But Brooklyn, if you had them at nine and a half, Covered by winning by 10 points. James Harden, Harden, a great game last night. James Harden, a double-double for 27 points, 10 rebounds for the Brooklyn Nets. KD added in 23. Patty Mills providing 21 points on 6 of 12 three-point shooting for the Brooklyn Nets yesterday so far Brooklyn depending on where you got that number if you got them covering they are eight and eight against the spread so far this year the Cleveland Cavaliers despite the loss last night still the second best ATS record in the NBA in the early going of this season the second best cover percentage at 71.4 percent of their games covering Cleveland 10 Five and one against the number so far this year. Cleveland pretty banged up though, and back in action tonight. So, something to keep in mind as you start to handicap the Cavs games moving forward. Also, some great games in the NBA on this Thursday evening. One that features two of the best teams right now. In the Eastern Conference in Miami tonight, the Heat laying seven points at home against the Washington Wizards. The over-under total for this game is 210. Washington right now tied for the best winning percentage or the best record in the Eastern Conference, 10 and 3 straight up. Miami off to a 10 and 5 start this year, straight up. But Miami has a better record against the spread then does the washington wizards miami has the best record in fact in the nba against the number at 11 and 4 ats washington not bad as well nine and five ats this year you also see that seven point spread in the home team's favor tonight in south beach the miami heat land seven at home so far this season milwaukee has been favored in 10 of their 15 games they are six and four against the number this year even better at home in miami 5-1 Five and one against the number at home so far this season. This will be the ninth game all year long that Washington has been booked as an underdog. They are five and three ATS in the eight games as a dog. This the biggest spread as an underdog, the Wizards have seen all year long. So a great matchup between two of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. And again, pay attention to that total and where it might go throughout the early portion of this day. It's at 210 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The Wizards have played seven straight games to an under. Miami, on the other hand, six of their last seven games have hit the over. Also, if this matchup looks familiar a couple of nights from now, it'll make sense. They'll go back to the nation's capital to take off against each other on Friday night, or maybe even Saturday night, excuse me, the first game of a back to back between these two teams. Tonight in Miami, a couple of nights from now in the nation's capital in Washington. Again, the Wizards hold the best record in the Eastern Conference right now, 10-3 straight up. Miami 10-5 straight up, but the best ATS mark in all of the NBA, 11-4 right now against the number, are the Miami Heat, 5-1 ATS at home so far this year. Another great game out in the association tonight in Denver, Colorado, the Denver Nuggets hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. Denver right now an eight-point favorite at home, the over-under total, 2 10 and a half. Here's what you need to know about Philadelphia. The Sixers have lost five straight games, all of that, without Joel Embiid. Philadelphia is 8-7 and seven straight up this year. They were 8-2 and two on a six-game winning streak, had the best record in the Eastern Conference, and then Joel Embiid dealing with some injuries then placed into the health and safety protocols for the NBA has caused the Sixers to lose five straight games they have not covered in all five of those games and they have been an underdog in five of the last six games just two and six ats as an underdog this year and again the philadelphia 76ers will be an eight point underdog maybe even more by the time we get to tip tonight in denver colorado against the nuggets the nuggets meanwhile nine and five straight up this year seven and seven against the spread denver had covered in four straight prior to their game against the dallas mavericks just a few nights ago and three and four ATS this year for the Denver Nuggets as a favorite. They will be or are currently an eight point favorite on the FanDuel Sportsbook right now for games in the NBA this evening. As you look across the board, a couple of other games that stand out. The Los Angeles Clippers on the road, they have won eight of their last nine games. Now on to Memphis. Right now, the Grizzlies, a slight one. Point favorite at home tonight in the grind city against the L.A. Clippers. You look at that money line as it stands on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The Grizzlies minus 110 as the slight, slight favorites on the money line. Only two cents of difference against the L.A. Clippers, who are minus 108 on that money line as well. The over-under total, 221. Then late night tonight out in Salt Lake City, the Utah Jazz laying nine and a half points at home against the Toronto Raptors. The over-under total, 215. For that game so a lot of action in the association you also have the best team in action tonight in the nba the 12 and two straight up golden state warriors on the road laying eight and a half points against the cleveland cavaliers we mentioned the Cavs falling to brooklyn last night in brooklyn by 10 points, it was the Warriors a couple of nights ago in the Barclays Center that got a huge win over the Brooklyn Nets, thoroughly dominating that game. And Steph Curry looked to be the NBA frontrunner for the MVP, and he is right now plus 230 as the NBA MVP favorite on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Now the Dubs laying eight and a half on the road yet again against the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have the second best ATS record in all of the NBA, 10 five and one and they have been an underdog in many many of the games so far this year the over under total for that game 207 and a hook so that's some of the action around the association both from last night to set you up for this thursday a great sled of games in the nba now we move forward as week number 11 of the nfl starts tonight on thursday night looking at some of the best games craig Mish joins us on the other side of the break to preview the nfl Welcome back to the morning after on sports Grid Sirius XM channel 159. I am your host Ben Stevens. Very pleased right now to welcome on one of the hosts of fantasy sports today. Every weekday FST airs at noon Eastern time following us here on the morning after on SportsGrid. It is Craig Mish right now to help us preview NFL week number 11. It starts tonight Craig and we'll talk Thursday night football in just a few moments between the Patriots and the Falcons. But first and foremost. Welcome back to the show on this Thursday. Hope you're doing well.
0: Oh, I'm doing very well, Ben. Looking forward to the Thanksgiving holiday coming up, which, of course, here at SportsGrid means a few days off. So I'm looking forward to that next week. But it's great to visit with you here again as we really get down and dirty here with some NFL and some college football, hopefully, with you here.
1: Oh, okay. We can certainly talk some college football here moving forward as well. But Craig, let's start in the NFL. Like I mentioned, we'll talk Thursday night football. We'll look at some of the prompts coming up in our next segment together. But let's look around the NFL Week 11 slate. And on Sunday night, We have a matchup between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Los Angeles Chargers out in SoFi Stadium. Some COVID issues around this game that I think have affected the line. As of right now, of course, we know that Big Ben tested positive for COVID last week, was placed on the COVID-19 virus list, did miss that game for the Steelers against the Detroit Lions Still waiting to see what his availability will be this week for this matchup against the L.A. Chargers. Then you add in Minka Fitzpatrick for the Steelers as well. And then some COVID issues along that defensive front for the Los Angeles Chargers. Joey Bosa will miss this game. Jerry Tillery also placed on the COVID-19 reserve list as well. So, Craig, that's the reason that I think we've seen this spread work up to 5.5. It opened in the Chargers' favor at 3.5. Now at five and a half, mainly because of the uncertainty of the quarterback position for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So when there are this many unknowns, what are you monitoring throughout the week as it pertains to Sunday night football?
0: Well, you're right about one thing. The line did open up at three and a half. But yesterday, you could get six pretty much readily available on all of the sports books. And I, I think that the Roethlisberger uncertainty probably has, based on what we saw last week, shifted the line it, it seems like Big Ben is worth about a point and a half from what I remember from last week playing against Detroit. They sort of moved that down. Uh, ben, if I knew Roethlisberger was playing in this game, I'd have no hesitation whatsoever in taking Pittsburgh. I, I think the Chargers are a fantastic play when they're an underdog on the road getting points, when they're you know, a point favorite, two-point favorite at home. But they play some extremely risky football. Games that worked out tremendously in the first half of the season and have now gone completely the other way. Historically speaking, outside of Dallas in the NFL as a favorite. You want to be fading the Chargers as a favorite as well. And let's also not forget how many Pittsburgh fans will be in the stands in that stadium in Los Angeles. Based on what I saw last week with Minnesota, I don't think it'll be any different this week. I think that the black and gold will be represented 30, 40 percent of the crowd on sunday night i'm looking for that six if i can get it no hesitation taking pittsburgh whatsoever and i think they have a good chance to win the game outright not a fan of the way the chargers are playing lately now again chargers is minus one minus two two and a half even three something that i would consider but historically speaking the chargers are brutal as a favorite against the spread
1: yeah, Craig, you're spot on there. The Chargers have not covered in three of their last four games. The only cover in that four-game span when they were about a pick favorite, maybe a one-point favorite Philly. against the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles a couple of weeks ago. Two and three this year, ATS, as a favorite, are the Los Angeles Chargers. Meanwhile, the Steelers right now, just three and six against the spread, but three and one when booked as an underdog against the number, covering by more than a touchdown on average, per game and what also stands out to me craig the total hasn't moved very much 46 and a half is a pretty light over under total for a primetime game all things considered but the chargers six of their nine games to the under for their last five would have hit the over of this total of 46 and a half they're always booked with a relatively high total meanwhile the pittsburgh steelers have only played two games to the over so far this year a 75 percent under percentage for the pittsburgh steelers and we saw last week without ben roethlisberger even at times with big ben this year craig the pittsburgh steelers have struggled to score some points so something to keep in mind right now as you look at this game if big ben is able to go i agree with craig the number will probably move back more in the steelers favor so if you want to take the Steelers as a dog even right now three and one ats when booked as an underdog this might be your time to jump in on a five and a half as we look across a couple of other really good games craig for week number 11 a matchup in the nfc west that is going to be very interesting mainly where seattle goes now in the second half of this regular season in the nfl of course the seahawks got russell wilson back last week against the green bay packers but they were shut out for the first time in russell wilson's career as a seattle seahawk quarterback losing 17 to nothing this week they host the arizona cardinals the top team in the nfc west The Cardinals, a a two-and-a-half-point road. Favorite, the over-under total for this matchup, Craig, is 49. You always talk about divisional duels and maybe looking to the underdog perspective in a divisional matchup. Is that where the eye goes this Sunday between the Cardinals and the Seahawks?
0: Yeah, I mean, I certainly don't have a strong opinion like I did on the last one, on this one, just because, again, you know, Kyler Murray is a game-changer and worth, you know, probably a half a dozen points in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I looked at this game, again, I'm picking contest games too, but, but I looked at this game and my initial thought was Seattle on this one, and, and I probably would still lean that way, and, and again, what, what's interesting here, Ben, is you have, I'm all about buy low opportunities in the NFL. I, I think when you're viewing picking games against the spread in the NFL, you should look at the entire season, but you should also eliminate the week before. I really feel like that's the way Mm. to bet on the NFL this season. So the body of work, yes, is important. But looking at the previous week does not seem to be an indicator as the following week. And for me, there's a bigger buy low on Seattle. I just think they came out with a lot of rust last week. And it's very rare ever to get the Seahawks as a home dog ever in that that place that they play. Um, The line is sort of telling you, that murray is probably about 60 40 to play but they're holding out those points to see if mccoy plays and i think that uh, you know right. the cardinals were sort of playing with house money uh, the last couple of weeks you know look after they beat san francisco it really i mean the fact that they got drilled against carolina i don't think it made a difference to them you're hearing a lot about maybe they even sit him for another week man i don't know that i would have the stones to do that if i was cliff, uh, cliff kingsbury so i do think late in this one you get the word that murray plays uh, and, and then you probably, if you were going to bet Seattle, you may want to wait on that until Sunday because you'll you'll end up getting maybe a three in this spot. I would lean Seattle, Ben, but I, I don't have a strong opinion on this one.
1: Yeah, Arizona, Craig, seven and three against the number, covering by 6.2 points per game. But like you mentioned, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins have both missed the last two games for Arizona. Kyler back at practice yesterday was looking pretty good. But we'll see what the ultimate decision is on the Cardinals quarterback. Meanwhile, Seattle's three and six straight up this year. And Craig, what's so fascinating to me about Seattle is they're still in the hunt for that seventh and final NF- NFC playoff spot for that wild card positioning. Three and six straight up, plus 430 on the FanDuel Sportsbook right now to make the postseason. The 11th best odds out of all 14 teams listed from the NFC conference. Seattle, meanwhile, five and four against the number but only 2 and 4 against the number in the 6 games Russell Wilson has started this year. A perfect 3 and 0 ATS when Geno Smith was in at quarterback. Also, an over under that has come down a little bit from an opener at 50 and a half, now down to 49. Seattle the highest under percentage in the NFL. 87.5% of Seattle's games so far this year hitting toward the under. The only over Seattle owns was that overtime game against the Tennessee Titans back week number two of this NFL campaign. Arizona, meanwhile, their last two games have gone over, but neither would have been over this number of 49. All the handicapping to take into account for a huge NFC West divisional matchup, mainly from the Arizona and Seattle perspective as Arizona tries to buck the trend, get back in the winning ways, as is Seattle, as they still have hopes for the postseason in this 2021 NFL campaign. Another game, Craig, that I want to look at the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. We got the news yesterday that Joe Flacco has been named the starting quarterback for the New York Jets, and it actually worked in the Dolphins' favor from a line at three, now to Miami, laying three and a half on the road against the Jets. Another divisional matchup with a home team as an underdog. In this over under total, Craig, only 45. What do you think Joe Flacco does to this game between the Jets and the Dolphins on Sunday?
0: Yeah, another tough one to call here, I, I think, just because it's it's kind of stunning with the way that Miami has played all season long to see them three-and-a-half-point favorites over anyone in the NFL, let alone on the road at the Jets. And the reason for that, Ben, is obviously because the Jets' defense has been historically bad over the last three weeks. Um, but that's my buy low would be on the Jets' defense. I think that they play a lot better in this game. The only look I've looked at here is to the under because both teams tend to play conservatively. Both teams are running a lot on third downs and short, and so that basically means that you're going to be in some punting situations that other teams would normally be passing and advancing the ball. So I believe the total here is 44-and-a-half, and I would just lean toward the under in this one. No indication on who would win, simply because we really haven't seen Joe Flacco play in over a year. And who's to say that the Jets don't play Ben a lot more conservatively than they have played with Wilson and they played with Mike White and just run the heck out of the ball and keep this game close. That's the way I kind of see this game.
1: Yeah, the Jets 2-7 and seven against the spread this year, tied for the worst record ATS in all of the NFL with the Washington football team, but the Jets not covering by an average margin of 7.2 points per game. That is the worst cover margin in all of the nfl the jets have played six great games to the over the dolphins six of their 10 games this year hitting toward the under that over under total fluctuating between 44 and a half and 45 we dive into thursday night football between the patriots and the falcons on the other side of the break stay with us here on the morning after on sports back here on the morning after on sports grid Sirius xm channel 159 all across the sports grid network i am ben stevens alongside craig mish from fantasy sports today right here on the grid for a second straight segment to look at the start of nfl week number 11 tonight in atlanta georgia the falcons hosting the new england patriots atlanta a six and a half point home underdog the over under total right now on FanDuel, craig is at 47 of course a rematch of Super Bowl 51, 28 to 3. We will hear that referenced many a time tonight on this Thursday to begin week 11 of this NFL season. And the Falcons, like we mentioned, six and a half point underdog. The Patriots land six and a half on the road. It opened at five and a half in New England's favor. It got up to seven yesterday, now back down by a hook, and that over under total up to 47 by just half a point as well. Craig, from an overall perspective, handicapping and looking at this game, what are the feelings entering Thursday night football?
0: Yeah, again, if you go back to what I said uh, about five minutes ago, I, I I tend to like buy low opportunities in the NFL and I really like to wipe out the week before. I, I just don't think that you can look at that. And, and here we have been, an extreme situation in my opinion you have the patriots Mm -hmm. looking as good as they've looked all season long you have the falcons looking as bad as they've looked all season long uh people forget things they forget that new england who by the way i'm a buyer on i'm a buyer in on new england but we forget that new england had a really hard time against houston we forget that atlanta has played and won some games in some very low scoring one score games And so for me, Ben, I'm a buyer on Atlanta tonight. I I just think this is a lot of points to give a Thursday night home team. Uh, That does not change my opinion on the Patriots. I think they've got a great shot to win this game tonight. But I think it's a one-score game. And in that situation, I think that I would side with the Falcons at this point. I mean, look, I, I mean you know from 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 a breaking down perspective as as talkers and gas bags like we are we'll mention Quarterrell Patterson maybe not playing and we will mention the Patriots playing so great and they're running the ball well but I'm just sorry when I'm betting against the spread I I tend to look at situations like this and say is Atlanta as bad as they showed last week against Dallas? I don't think so. Is New England that good that they're going to smash teams by 30 points like Cleveland? I don't think so either. I also bet Bill Belichick to win the coach of the year at 12-1 to a few days ago. I think it's a great bet. So so no negative indication on me with, with with the Patriots. I think they probably win this game today 24-23 or 24-20. But give me the Falcons at home. Very least a backdoor cover. Low-scoring game. Uh, I, I think Atlanta has a chance to win the game tonight too. They Atlanta has tended to been respond after they've played poorly. If you go go look at the last nine games of the season, after they play bad, they tend to play better the next game. So uh, give me Atlanta and the points tonight.
1: Yeah, and Craig, that's been a trend really throughout the NFL this year. A team coming off a loss or at least not covering against the number doesn't doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be that case for two straight weeks and you're right this is a battle of extremes atlanta lost by 40 last week to the dallas cowboys the new england patriots whooped on the cleveland browns and won that game by 38 points part of a four-game winning streak for the pats five of their last six they have covered in four straight as well the last two as favorites now laying six and a half on the road against the Atlanta Falcons who have been an underdog five times this year so far and have only covered just twice but that might go out the window on a Thursday night and Craig what's so fascinating to me about the New England Patriots who have gone over in five of their last six games and now all of a sudden have the sixth best scoring offense in the NFL averaging 27 and a half points per game this is a New England team that in the first five weeks of the year didn't break the 25 point mark and they did not seem like they had a ton of offense. And now they have pl- played five of their last six games to the over. And the Falcons, five of their last nine games to the over as well. But an over-under total that's up to 47. It opened at 46 and, a half, and we have a strong trend of seven of the last eight Thursday night football games falling to an under. So Craig is on to something there. If you have a touchdown spread or very close to that number at six and a hook right now, in a game is going to be low scoring and fall to an under that generally will favor the underdog covering a bigger number around that touchdown margin of course Craig we also have a rookie quarterback and a veteran quarterback tonight facing off Matt Ryan for the Atlanta Falcons his passing yards prop on the FanDuel Sportsbook right now is 250 and a half Mac Jones for the New England Patriots 252 and a half that's a very big number for Mac Jones, who now has the second shortest odds to win the rookie of the year. Mac has been over in four of the 10 games this year of that number of 252 and a half, but just only over once in the last six games for New England has not even broken the 200-yard mark passing Craig in the last two weeks. How do you evaluate the prop board tonight for Thursday Night Football?
0: Yeah, probably unders on both would be the way that I would look. Again, if, if, if my narrative is on an under game, let's also... Uh, Explore the fact that the Patriots had two very long drives last week, one of 70 plus and then one of 98 for a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Ben, that's being more lucky than good. That doesn't happen a lot in the NFL. So uh, they'll have Harris back tonight. They'll run with Stevenson. And and again, the other part of this that's interesting also from a betting perspective is go, go take a look at how many times the New England Patriots have forced turnovers in the other team's red zone which basically has led to easy scores is something to keep in mind as well usually that's something that's variance and that evens out over the course of the year uh again ryan coming off his worst game maybe maybe closer on an over on ryan than mac jones Mm -hmm. but I, i do expect a lot of running in these games with the quick turnaround uh, no indictment on any of the running backs, whether they play or not, really doesn't make any difference to me. If Patterson doesn't play, I think Wayne Gallman plays, gets his 10 carries for 40 yards or whatever it is. Mike Davis gets his 10 carries for 40 yards. Teams just tend to play a lot more conservative on Thursday night. So probably unders on on a lot of these uh, would be my, my juxtaposition going into this week.
1: Yeah, right now, the only rushing yards props that we have on the FanDuel Sportsbook are for Mac Jones and Matt Ryan and just added Damian Harris, the running back for the Patriots as well. 51 and a half is his number as things stand. Damian Harris missed last week's game in concussion protocol. Ramondre Stevenson, the talented rookie out of Oklahoma, went off running for over 100 yards for the Patriots and also was involved in the passing game. That will be interesting to monitor if Damian Harris is a full go tonight. What does that mean for Ramondre Stevens' production in this Thursday night football game? Craig, I also agree with you. As we look at the quarterback passing yards props, I would lean more to Matt Ryan than Mac Jones. Matt Ryan has gone over 250 in a hook five of nine games this year for Atlanta. In the five games he's gone over... He's had at least 283 passing yards. In four of those five overs, he has broken the 300-yard mark. So if you're looking at Matt Ryan and maybe thinking on a Thursday night, that trend continues. For Matt Ryan to have 275 passing yards or more tonight in the alternate passing yards prop market, that's plus 154. To have 300 or more, that's plus plus. 265 again short week maybe the numbers are not as prolific but that's the trend so far this year for atlanta's quarterback the veteran matt ryan also on the prop board craig where does your eye go maybe a receiving yards prop looking at some of the guys on the patriots the falcons what else do you like tonight for thursday night football yeah
0: i mean the, the other under i like tonight is on hunter henry the tight end of the new england patriots i believe his yards over on Fanduel is in the low 30s and that's probably a little too high based on the entire season. Now, what happens is, Ben, is that a lot of us are not only sports handicappers and wagerers. We're also fantasy football players. And so naturally, what do you think about when you think about Hunter Henry? My gosh, he's helped me so much this fantasy football season. Why? Because they get on the two and they throw him the ball in the back of the end zone. And so he scores almost every single week. And then look, if that's a prop you want to look at, I think that that's fair. But as far as his yardage is concerned, I mean, the number that FanDuel has outside of last week, he had gone under that number four weeks in a row and pretty much almost every week this season. So he's their primary red zone target when they're throwing the ball and near the goal line. And that is true. So for me to fade that in terms of a touchdown would be silly. But as far as the yardage is concerned, Hunter Henry tonight is probably going to have three catches, maybe four. Probably going to have 20, maybe 25 yards, maybe even gets himself to 30. But he's not a prolific target of Mac Jones. He, he only targets him about five times a game at the most. And a good tight end is going to catch three or four of those balls. And Hunter Henry isn't scampering down the field for 40 or 50 yards either. So uh, he's had a great fantasy season. If you're playing him in DFS, he's definitely done the job. But let's not skew based on a two-yard touchdown of who he is. Can he be better as he's shown more in the past? There's no question. It's just not the way that New England is using him. They're using him in red zone situations. That's pretty much it. So give me the under on Hunter Henry's yards tonight. I believe it's 32 and a half. I'm not mistaken.
1: It is indeed 32 and a half for tonight on Thursday night football. If you're looking maybe for some profitability on Hunter Henry, Craig is spot on. He is a very reliable red zone target for Mac Jones this year. And they have built up that connection. As we heard from George Blexi yesterday, Craig, on this show, they room together in training camp. They have that connection down near pay dirt. Hunter Henry, anytime touchdown scoring prop tonight plus 195 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Yes, scoring a touchdown is maybe a little bit more random, but Hunter Henry has proven to be that red zone target for Mac Jones and the New England offense so far this year. So, Craig, I actually think it's fascinating because the Falcons, plus 420 to make the postseason right now, very long odds to do so, but kind of in contention in an upside-down NFC right now where we're not entirely sure who might grab a hold of that seventh and final NFC wildcard spot. All that being said, another team in the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers, also their outlook for the NFC postseason got a little bit better with Cam Newton returning for the Panthers. He is on track to start this week, according to head coach, matt rule in a revenge game against his former head coach in carolina ron rivera who is now the head coach for the washington football team and right now on the fanduel sportsbook craig carolina a three-point home favorite on sunday the over under total 43 points what do you make of cam newton now with the carolina panthers and what does he do for this football team going into sunday's game against washington
0: you know ben washington is a very hard team for me to handicap it it looks like they're one of the worst teams in the nfl and then they come out last week and win so if everything that i'm going off based on what we've discussed is true then i'm gonna fade washington and fade that performance last week washington's performance in tampa reminds me of denver's performance in dallas just something that you just Mm want to flush and never see ever again because it's probably not going to happen So that being said, I don't think Cam adds really anything one way or the other to the Panthers, maybe a little bit more reliability. And Matt Rule in his press conference about four weeks ago said, listen, throw out everything you've seen in the first month of the season. We're going back to running ball." And so if that is the case, I feel a lot better about Carolina against the number. I probably am not going to be someone that's going to lay minus 164 on the money line. But I got news for you, man. This one could come right down to the end. I could see a super conservative game in this case. Uh, But it could be a 23-21 game. So nothing really on the total for me. I'll lean Carolina in this one, a rare favorite for me on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah. Carolina, Craig, covered in two of their last three games. It snapped a four-game non-cover streak prior to these last three. Craig Mish, you can see him on the grid During the weekdays, noon Eastern time, Fantasy Sports Today alongside Davis. Matt, Craig, as always, thank you for your knowledge. Looking forward to NFL week number 11.
0: Thank you, Ben. I'll lean, uh, heavy lean on the Colts plus seven this week at Buffalo. That'll be the one I'll leave you with.
1: I love that one. You gave us the Saints winner last week. Craig Mish does it all. More the morning after, up next. Rounding out our number one here on a Thursday on the morning after Sirius XM channel 159 the new home for sports grid radio on Sirius XM all across the sports grid network I'm your host Ben Stevens as we look forward to Thursday night football tonight in Atlanta Georgia the Falcons a six and a half point home underdog against the New England Patriots. It's also a very good time to be a Pats backer and a Pats supporter. New England has won four straight games. They have been victorious in five of their last six games. They've also covered in four straight, the last two as a favorite as well. So how are things trending for the New England Patriots? Are they looking like a for-sure lock for the AFC postseason? Let's find out from you and the public. All right, so right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook, New England is minus 260, a heavy favorite to make the AFC postseason picture right now. So we wanted to ask the public, at TV on Twitter, if you want to still vote in this poll, it is ongoing and active, how confident you are that New England makes the playoffs in the AFC. The four options, extremely, a good chance, maybe, and then they won't. And right now, most of the public, about 50% of you guys out there going with good chance that New England makes the playoffs. I would agree with that. I voted in this poll as well. I selected extremely, just based on the FanDuel Sportsbook, saying New England is a minus 260 favorite right now to make the AFC playoffs. Just last week, before the beatdown of the Cleveland Browns, New England was even money. Plus 100 to make the AFC postseason picture. Now minus 260. In fact, they have also seen odds movement in their favor in the AFC East divisional market. Now plus 350, the second shortest odds behind Buffalo. And in the AFC Conference Championship market overall, they have the fifth shortest odds now. 11-1 to 1, to win the AFC, jumping in front of the Los Angeles Chargers. Plenty more to go here on the morning after. Two more hours for you. Hour number two comes up on the other side of the break. Stay with us here on the grid.